0: Welcome once again to the, to the Iconist Podcast. Thank you for tuning in. As always, I am one of your hosts, Barry 3D. And on my side, as always, the man, the myth, the legend, my cousin, my best friend, the DJ, the one that's got you dancing all
1: night long. All night. All night. Uh, the one and only. Who am I talking about? Rod C. Ladies and gentlemen, I go by the name of Rod C. Welcome to another episode of Iconist Podcast. The icon is... all up. Wait
0: a minute. <clears throat> yeah, I've been in that mood today. Uh, so <laughs> it's, before we get into that, we got to go around and do the round table. So Let's see if we get through this here, uh, you know, as, as quick as possible. Let's see if I can do it in record time today. Yeah, first. Maybe not. Uh, so first and foremost, we got to thank my boys that I roll with all the time that does stand up comedy along with me. So that's me, Barry 3D, with Zolf Ali and Dave Sokolowski. And the name of the troupe, you know it if you don't, here it comes. A touch of gray matter. Wow. your eyes peeled look for it look for it look for it uh we've been we're back again so always these are my guys i run with individually or together as a group doing fundraisers you want to find out where i'm going to be go to my website very simple barry3d.com you hit my website you'll find all my tour dates and everything associated with this show and when i do solo it's all up there and more stuff coming on the blog two Please like subscribe and share Write and review our show. Check it out on YouTube. Check it out wherever you get your podcast from join our community page. We've got things and polls up there that need people to vote on. And we, I keep promising. I, I some more is coming on the way. So please check it out. Join the page, be a part of our community and uh, let's get this going. You ch- want to do a podcast. You can always jump on what we did, and we went on Podbean. So if you want to find our podcast, that's very simple. It's iconis.podbean.com. And you, too, if you want to do one, you can go to Podbean and jump on a podcast and make your own. Why not? There's not enough in the world. And I'm not being sarcastic. It's very true because every individual has story. What? What fire? Speaking of podcasts and people supporting the arts, Mm. let's remember, you know, our friend Brandy Ford he has her magazine the writer and the witch she also has a a radio show on the am station look for it she's covering a whole lot of stuff it's amazing it's great we're in there show her some love you can't go wrong yeah and last but not least the other man the myth the legend he's the third member of this crew even though you only seen him once on the show you got to come on back dude and if you plan on doing a podcast well first of all you need a logo you may need a template you might need some kind of you know merch to kind of design around why do that yourself go and get yourself a professional i did we did youtube mm-hmm. right mm-hmm. and if you want to get one of course you want to get one that's good timely and cost effective and if you mentioned that you heard about him on the iconist podcast he would give you a discount who are we talking about rod talking
1: about jay burr
0: digital art jay bird digital art you tell him you heard about him here on the iconist podcast and he too will hook you up and you can do what we do because remember there's a lot of shows out there you don't have to be dedicated to just one you can show the love that's right that's how we do and remember support the books because without the books we wouldn't have a topic to talk about so please go to your comic book stores show them some love and, and keep the industry alive and going if you're out in Kitchener, check out Wes over at WoW Comics. Tell him and the rest of the guys we said hi's, right? So that's Wes, Ramon, Sidney, and Chris. Tell them all we said hi. And if you're for our fans over in Montreal, please, go over to the South Shore, right? I a put in an offer, on you know, on Province and make a pit stop where? At Checkswings. Wings. And tell Trevor and Pierre and Dom that we said hi. So please, once again, those are the books that support us. Here we go. I think I did that in record time. All right, then. I don't think I missed anybody. Rod, real quick, where
1: can we find you before we move on? You can find me on the world wide web. You can find me on Instagram at Mr. Rod C. You can find me on Twitch at d- twitch.tv forward slash C. Also find me on the world of TikTok. You can find me there at DJ Rod C1. DJ Rod C1. Let's go. Reach out. We'll say hi. I'll say hi back. Let's go.
0: Now, you've seen the title? You might be thinking, huh? We've seen it. No, We have it. Here we go. We are talking about today. The icon is on Iconus. The one and only. Who?
1: Galactus. Galactus.
0: We decided to touch on this character because, in my opinion, this character mm. was done dirty in the original Fantastic Four movie. Well, not the original Fantastic Four movie, I'm say the most yes, recent you know, Fantastic yeah. Four movies. Let's just do right. that. Okay. Yeah. They made Galactus with you know Rise of the Silver Surfer. I'm like, okay, I'm all in. Fantastic Four, all in. And then they made Galactus and gaseous cloud.
1: Um really? I'm making pardon? pardon. Excusez-moi. Excusez-moi. non. marche pas là.
0: No, 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 no. Why on don't? Okay, so here we go. Yeah, a little bit of paliouf français, you know, for people in Montreal, right on. So Galactus, why do we say you got to put some respect on his name, like man Birdman would say? So Galactus made his first appearance in March of 1966 in Fantastic Four issue number 48, volume one. What? 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 He was created by Stan the Man Lee and Jack the King Kirby. Mm. Galactus is a a man with an appetite. Just that misunderstood individual. Mm right and 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 you know he said he made his first appearance. so he's now a tall tall huge man and he comes to earth for the first time and, and, and he hungry you know like Tyrese, said uh, hungry and fast and furious and the reason that blackness was made back then so at this point now stanley was working for a while him and his wife were talking he was kind of getting you know disillusioned with the comic book industry he wanted to step away and his wife turned around and said hey before you walk away you're fed up with the comic book industry he's like yeah he goes well his wife will say well then joan was like well why don't you do if you're gonna leave anyways what would make you happy you always complain the books are not done your way do a book the way you want to do a book there uh stand you know if you're planning on quitting who cares if it's a success okay if it if it fails well at least you did one and Stan turned around and said, okay, you know what, Jonah, I'm going to take your advice. I'm going to do a comic book the way I want to do a comic book. And he got together, and he went and did the comic book, and he created the Fantastic Four. And he did it right. his way.
1: He did it his
0: way. And wow, wow oh, wow, it was a success. Because the comic books at the time were written in a different point of view. They were very generic. They didn't have much depth to the characters. And with the Fantastic Four, you got a whole family dynamic depth. They were flawed. They had their moments. You could, they were more tangible mm-hmm. than the characters we've seen previous before that. So right on. Now, the reason I'm mentioning this is because as time's going on now, a couple of issues are in. And the writers are coming up, the the you know, he's working for you know Marvel at the time before it was like I think timely comics and now it's changed to Marvel. They're like, Hey, uh, we need something different from you, Jack. We need mm-hmm. villains for the heroes to fight that are not your stereotypical villains. We don't want to do no more gangsters, right? Well, you don't want your, your 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 as I say, your flat villains where it's like ah, I'm robbing a bank, see? Right. <laughs> they wanted yeah. someone, once again, with depth. Character tangible, someone's likable, even though they're a villain. That's why we got our Dr. Dooms and all, uh, you know, and Namors, right? Anti heroes. And so they came up with Galactus. So that was the whole genesis of Galactus back then. And then Jack Kirby turned around and said, Well, I need inspiration. So Jack Kirby got the inspiration for reading the Bible and doing the whole Galactus. Silver, stor- a Silver Surfer story as God and Silver Surfer representing a fallen angel. Right. What? <laughs> now, everyone pretty much generally knows the story from the Silver Surfer. It's 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 very well documented, but now the story of Galactus, did you know? That was the real world creation back in 1966. This <laughs> Jack Kirby was a huge thinker, out really outside the box, come up with mm. something like that, like taking the Bible and then turning around and saying, here's your villain, but he's not a villain. Well, what do you mean? Uh, so the whole thing with him is Galactus, before he was Galactus, he, he, he was on a planet that in the far reaches of the universe, and they came from an extremely advanced society. When you see the planet, the planet has certain things like, you know, they're driving, they're flying over a volcano. So he's in a bubble. They're showing the, the, the occupants in a bubble in a sphere that's, that's transparent. And it's, you know, two people in there and they're flying over a volcano with the flames splashing over it. And they're going through unharmed just because they wanted to get a closer look. Their technology was so advanced that n- and nothing was, they had peace and harmony and n- no one had to worry for nothing until this one scientist, because that's where they put their pursuits. This one scientist and his name was Galen turns around and and says, hey, I've been kind of exploring some stuff here, and I realize there's a catastrophe coming. Very much similar to how hmm. it was with Krypton. Hmm. I wonder. Hmm. hmm. I wonder, wonder who? Who, who? Hmm. okay? So very similar. But you know Joel was saying, hey, the planet's about to blow. Galen was saying, right, this universe is about to go. It's not even the planet was the universe like they the universe they were in they were so far advanced that he turned around and they made a rocket ship and you know when planet when people were dying on his planet which was uh uh not tao, hey is it yep yeah tay k t a a yeah is that it hmm? is it t a yeah, yeah all right then. Yeah, yeah. hey so when planet of tay was uh taya there we go taya when the planet of taya was going and people were dying from radiation poisoning and so forth. He got together with three other
1: scientists in a rocket ship. Hmm. 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 Got room for two more coming in. Let's hmm. go. Hmm.
0: hmm. So let me see.
1: Four people in a rocket ship. Origin,
0: four people in the Fantastic Four rocket ship. Hmm. Okay. Hmm. So he gets in there with that three time. other people in a rocket ship. I <laughs> see that I saw any similarities just now. And flew out in there to, to the source of what was causing destruction. Now, of course, explosion, crash, bang, boom. Here we go. Three Ooh. out of the four pass away. Galen survives, but he hears a voice and this voice says, I'm the essence of this cosmos and I too am dying. But after two of us kind of die together. We can come back reborn as something else. <laughs> mm. 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 One thing again, that cosmic radiation stuff, uh, radiation, space, yeah. force, people. Okay, go ahead. Well, cool. just check it. Just check it. So he gets up there. He says yes to the whole scenario to die me reborn. And when this happens, he's reborn. And he takes whatever is from his ship and he restructures his rocket ship into like a like it looks like a giant square. But it's got like you know it's very advanced technology, and he's all like energy, and he goes into a deep, deep, deep sleep. And while his ship is going through the cosmos, and he's deeping and he's sleeping, and it's years that are passing by, the inhabitants of another planet see this going through and say, "Oh no, we might be getting attacked. Let's get them before they get us!" Charge! And they go in there and they charge. They start attacking the ship, and they wake him up. You know um and, and and on maybe maybe i'm getting the story a little bit backwards i think i'm getting the story backwards on this point and i apologize i'm not perfect people but he did get attacked oh that's it sorry my bad my bad my bad so let's go back he's in his energy form he he doesn't get attacked he's going through the cosmos and then one of the people for the the watchers from their planet one of the watchers see him see this object, want to know what's going on, so they go over there to observe, and when they go over to observe, then they see him in his energy form, my apologies, in his energy form, he comes out, and he's just pure energy, and, and the watcher is watching him, so the Watcher stepping onto a ship caused him to wake up, prematurely, he wasn't done, all the energy merging into who he was supposed to be, he, he's now, he's left being Galen, he's in this transitional space before becoming officially Galactus, So, he comes out of his chamber, sees him, you know, he kind of chases the Watcher off, and then he goes back to sleep. Then, while the ship is going, it gets seen by inhabitants of another world, they attack him. Now, because the ship is under attack, he wakes up, and he's in a humanoid form, but the energy he needs, something to help contain the energy. So, with his bare hands, he uses his thought process and creates his outfit which helps regulate his energy from scratch, like bare molecules. He's just shooting at the air and his boots form and his gloves form, his helmet forms, his his, his whole outfit forms. At the time, though, he didn't have pants. He had on, like almost like a skirt kind of thing, so his legs were exposed, right, like a kilt. That that was the original look, and he had different colors. His colors weren't purple and blue. His colors were, like, green and red, and he looked like a Christmas tree. So that's his original costume when he showed up in the original Fantastic Four. Later on, it changed to a purple bluish kind of scheme which is a, a better scheme now color scheme than it was originally he turns around puts that outfit on and then you know he turns around and attacks the planet he starts attacking his attackers he starts you know draining their energy and then realizing it's like hey this tastes kind of good I need more I've got a hunger and started destroying you know uh, and well, for our point of view he's destroying his point of view he was hungry. Eating. Eating. That's it. Mm. Right? Like how we look at, we walk, we we go to a, this grocery market, we might drive by a farm and see a cow in the distance. We go to a grocery market and we're dry, buying the meat. We don't think twice of it. Right? We need to eat. If you're hungry, you're going to get something to eat. You're not really thinking that this used, uh, used to be a pig and this used to be a cow and that used to be a chicken. No. You just walk it in and say, give me a burger. <laughs> give me some bacon on it. You know? And uh, by the way, can I get some chicken nuggets? Mm. Mm-mm-mm. Clearly, I'm hungry. So this is, and, and this is what Blackness was. So he doesn't look at it. So he was a villain per se, but more complex than that. He's not your straight up villain that he was trying to take over the world. He wasn't trying to uh ruin all life. He was Ooh. just imbued with the powers of, as people would see, as destruction and life. He had, a, you know, him merging with that that cosmic and uh, universe energy. Entity, entity, yep. Entity, thank you very much. Caused him to get immortality, but have the hunger.
1: <laughs> yeah, we'll get back to the hunger. We'll get the, back hunger. To the hunger. Yeah, yeah. What do you think of uh, Galactus there, Rod? Well, Galactus is a very interesting individual, as you said, Jack Kirby and, and Stan were given the option to make a, you know, a villain, quote unquote, but in reality. He's just an entity, and the viewpoint, you made a good point in the thing about, about like, saying you don't think about when you're, you know, when you have to kill the meat to feed and stuff along that line. Going back to how Kirby basically created him as, per se, like a quote-unquote demigod in that sense, and the fallen angels of Silver Surfer and all the heralds, you know, finding nutrient for him, which we'll get to later on in the story. You realize what a what is a person, uh, but an ant to such a high, you know, magnificent type of individual. So he's not a villain. He's just I don't see you in the same limelight that you think I should be seeing you. To you, I'm this big, huge individual. To you, you're just in my way. I'm gonna eat. Yeah, <sighs> I think oh, the hunger's coming. So. I, I like Galactus for that particular part that, you know, it's a different dynamic. It's a different viewpoint. It's basically a different point of view of how, how uh, uh, antagonist and sometimes a protagonist is looked upon. And I like this that we don't, we don't have that same eye to eye level with this individual, but we can now see him like saying from his point of view, he's not purposely trying to be evil, trying to be a villain. I just need to eat. Mm-hmm.
0: There. Yeah. That's it. That's all it is. It's easy it, if you go outside and you mow your lawn, right? That's that's you have galactus mentality because you're not thinking of all the the biosphere that's on your lawn. You're not thinking about the ants, the spiders, the beetles, all those creatures, worms. You're not thinking about that. You're just going outside and mowing your lawn. You're going out there, and that's what he looks at us. He looks at us as an as humans as an annoyance, a pest. Because first of all, even on the scale of it, when Glactus is here, he seems to get taller and taller depending who draws him. But True. he's a tall huge humanoid demigod he doesn't see you know when you're in your room and you're watching tv or doing whatever and you're and there's a fly buzzing by your ear you just get up and swat it and and if it's not bothering you you don't go near it that's us the galactus that's his mentality and that's what we have Mm -hmm. to understand now we look at it from oh my gosh this is the earth this is where we live please don't destroy it what
1: are you gonna do and he's looking at like yeah that's a wafer that's it. Yeah. I wanna go get some ice cream. Let me just get a cone and just put the ice cream ball. Click click. Exactly. <laughs> that's it. Right?
0: And of course the earth is like, you know, what? Mostly it's mostly it's seven, you know, most of it most of it's water, so pretty much he, he we're freezy.
1: Mm. Pretty much.
0: We're, we're the earth is like a jello shot for the Galact- for Galactus. So necessarily when we say he eats the planets, that's what they use it. They use him, they call him the devourer of world. He doesn't physically get down there and start biting the planets and start eating it away. He drains all the energy that would be used. so he drains off would be the Earth's core, the atmosphere, any of that kinetic you know any kind of that energy he round that it's around. He drains it so no life can survive on a planet after. Mm-hmm. He exactly. breaks down the molecule structure of it so the planet will just crumble in itself as dust like it never existed. weve on next, he's gone so then' planet off right right The like galactus wants to be at a buffet that boy can eat hmm. so this is why he wouldn't stop at the earth's moon to, to, to drain that there's no energy on the moon but there's energy on earth there's so there's certain planets he's going to be drawn to so this is why he's not eating every planet he has to eat unfortunately for us as humans if we lived in that world if we lived in a 616 universe unfortunately for us we know our time is numbered because he he's coming he, he knows where we are, he's, and he has to look, right? And just like, even though he's scientist, he got to eat. So mm-hmm. here's some other parts. One, Galactus, you always see Galactus on a ship, but that's not his main ship. He got two. Mm-hmm. When Galactus, you know, was reformed, he turned around and he wanted to build a new home world. So this hum- new home world is a, to us, it looks like a, a humongous spaceship. Right, it's almost like a a tube kind of square twisted, you know, like a like a paper clip, so to speak. How they draw it, and he calls that tail two. So he named it after his home planet. That is his ship, and the technology on there is so advanced that not even the smartest man or woman on our planet, person, could figure out the technology in there. That's how far advanced it was. He, he they were far advanced, you know, his whole race before. And then he's taking it to another level. So that's his main ship that he always leaves in that gla- galaxy that he'll go back to. But he goes around it is another ship that looks like a giant sphere that, that he travels around in. So that's pretty much his car. So the other one is his house. Picture that one. And and the sphere is his car. You don't take your car with you unless you go got an RV. And if that's the case, Lucky. Uh, I wish... So that that that's the basic of it. He leaves his house in his car to go looking for this stuff, and he puts out probes. He goes out there looking himself, trying to detect the energy. So he's got the power cosmic, which, like you put it, Rod, right, he's like a demigod. G- granted, there's no stopping Galactus when Galactus is going. With this power cosmic, he's gotten multiple names as Devourer of Worlds. uh, You know, he can uh, you know the Life Giver. The list goes on of the names he's had overall time, right? So he's that's all I gotta say is wow, wow. So what I saw in the Fantastic Four movie done as a gaseous cloud,
1: yeah, that was uh, no. a, a very a very big disappointment that the uh, no. that that they they even release that whole concept like. It's, it was really upsetting to think that even if you are not uh, a, a, a comic book follower, you know, the, 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 the character is humanoid in, you know, it's, it, there's, there's certain things that you wouldn't like. Why would you make him a, a ghastly form? Like it, and, it never made any sense. I honestly try personally. I, I really try to sit down and just try to give a grain of salt. Of why you thought that a gaseous cloud would be considered um an entity to worry about and not to say to worry about but to call it galactus. Call them something else. call them yeah. the big gray the big gray cloud oh the big gray cloud is coming for us. okay I would accept that. No problem. but you call it galactus no that that was that was a problem.
0: That was I don't know if they ran out of money in the budget because they put all the special effects on the Silver Surfer. I don't know what they were thinking. Like, hey, I mean, the Silver Surfer was there and we can take our liberties with it. And then you get there and it's like, here's Galactus. And then you what got me is in that cloud, you know, Silver Surfer's fighting him. There's a flash of light and it does like the outline of Galactus's helmet. In the outline, if you look for two seconds, you're like, that's it? No. If you made him come out the cloud, I'm like, okay, you, you saved yourself. 100% hundred percent. But not even, not even close.
1: This this so, is part I was gonna say. If you came in a a, a shadowy figure, a full figure, like we didn't even see no color, whatever the case may be. If you're you know you're a little low on the budget or running out, pencil in. Just just etch a sketch a shape out of the cloud, I would accept that. The cloud is this new traveling car. You know what? We'll accept I'll accept right, that right. Yeah. As, as a as a temporary way of, of saying you know, a hand sliding out, and we just seen
0: No, no, no. Anyways. Right, just, just even the hand with the glove, just...
1: You know, boy okay. Harold. <gasps> yeah, no, 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 no. Yeah,
0: yeah, okay. So, we're glad to say that Fantastic Four, we know, is back under Disney. We know that Fantastic Four is back under Marvel. We know that they are working on a project of Fantastic Four movie in the future. Hopefully, this will get corrected. Not even rectified. rectified. Corrected. Yeah, rectified. 100%. That's right. So, you want to know what Galactus does? Hey. So, here's a couple of things. One, mm-hmm. Galactus doesn't need all the equipment he needs to do what he does. What I mean is, he doesn't need his outfit to regulate his his his, um, his powers. It just makes it a little bit easier. So, don't get that mm-hmm. twisted. Just like the Silver Surfer does not need his surfboard to fly. Mm-hmm. It just could help him conserve some energy. Right right just like galactus doesn't need his sphere to go around he just helps him conserve some energy galactus is all about energy management you know not expelling too much so he does it in limited amounts same thing where galactus has to take in the energies of a planet usually he will put machines around the world who help you know refine the process Mm
1: -hmm. he doesn't
0: need it Right, it's, it's the difference of okay, you go fishing, you catch a fish, you put it on a fire outside, or you take that same fish, you you clean it, and then you put it in your oven or a smoker or a barbecue, and then you do it that way. It just tastes a little bit better because you know. So that's really it. So he doesn't need those things with the power cosmic. Blackness has he's able to, uh, you know, make things out of pure thin air, literally machines, gadgets. He's able to view others with part of the power cosmic as much as he wants to give them. And this is how he makes his heralds. So mm-hmm. on the aspect of the herald thing, it's like, well why does Galactus have a herald? Well let's see. Why do parents have kids?
1: Well, <laughs> well I mean it's it's interesting like you, you say that way, yeah, why do you know why do parents have kids? I took it with the heralds in a sense of hmm. with silver surfer that was the first herald
0: first right. one we know there
1: was there's the one one, we, one, Friday
0: one but yeah that was the main yeah, he was, just for history wise he was the first one let's say that yes
1: yeah for the first one and again the the, 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 the not the theory but the, the the agreement was that galactus basically because of the hunger, galactus would just devour any planet that was suitable for his needs. That's Hmm. it. There are no coons or qualms. If something was on there, just again, cutting the grass. I don't have to worry about the bio you know society of what I'm about to walk over and grab from. No. I just don't mind about that. I'm just gonna eat. So when it came to the one for uh Silver Surfer, Hmm. if I remember correctly, and anybody please, you know, refresh my memory and just definitely in the comments just you know update me with that. But he basically and Oh, uh, you know what? Let I me mean, phrase. I'm not gonna say the name just to go and say such I didn't pull up right now. Rad. Norrin Rad. I see Rad. He, he was in there somewhere. Norin. Rad was basically gave an agreement by saying, Don't touch my planet, you know, spare my planet and I will become your herald and I will find you planets. But again, as long as the planet has sustainable energy, it's gonna have to yes. have life. It just have to have sustainable sufficient amount of energy for it to sustain himself and to reduce the hunger. Yeah. Because if you yeah. really think about it, when you eat, you you think you technically reducing, you, you know, you're stopping the hunger. And technically, you've knocked it back down from 100% down to one percent. But as soon as you finish eating, it's gonna slowly grow back again. So, Galactus mantra was basically i need something just to hold me off i need something to hold me off right. i need something to hold me off that's it so so a surfer made the agreement in doing that so that's how i take it that the heralds are there to basically navigate or at least the ones who at least had a conscience
0: exactly and we'll t-
1: yes you're right. <laughs>
0: so the ones had a conscience so you're right you're 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 on the right track so noran rad so galactus went to Norrad's planet and says hey man i found this planet i'm gonna eat it Noren Rad went to it, it's like hey you don't have to he's like, Galactus is like why it's just a planet and Noran's like no no it's where I live dude so how about we make a deal and Noran, you know mm-hmm. that's when Glactus and Noran had that conversation and Glactus said hey well I used to have a herald uh, maybe to, if I had a herald to find a planet for me I can spare be- yours and then you know so you're on the right road Rod so the only I difference that. is that Noran as you put it you clicked it before Noran had a conscience Noran says, mm-hmm. I will sacrifice myself become your herald and Galactus said, you realize what that means you'll be my herald forever Right Cause keep in body. mind, Galactus is immortal, so forever I'm gonna give you a power cosmic, you're gonna turn into my herald forever. I will spare your world, but you're you gotta
1: find me other planets to you know manja on you're on you're on the payroll right now, sir. Are you prepared to be on my payroll? Here's the terms right it's it, that's what we call a good
0: relationship. Put all your stuff up front <laughs> you gotta both agree on it, and if you both agree on it, you move on, okay. This old Silver Surfer. I mean, he had you know. I mean, Norrin Rad had his his fiance that was there. To spare her, his planet. He turned around and said, "Yes, I'll do it." And that's how he got gained the uh, the Silver Surfer. You know, I mean, the gave him power, to power cosmic, power part of the power cosmic, made him the Silver Surfer. And the Silver Surfer can do like a hundred tons, fly through stars and novas, move at you know uh light speed, project energies, teleport, and that's only a small portion of what galactus can do Mm -hmm. kind of whatever you can do i can do better that's exactly it exactly what i was going back by having kids is okay you have kids you love your kids you have kids and at one point what your kids got to do kids got to do a chore you you expect your kids to do some work so when mom and dad turn around and say hey well you know what uh we've we've worked all day we come in the grass has to get cut why am i cutting the grass hey junior get out there and hustle and do the grass and that was exactly what it was. So you could look at it as a fallen angel, as a parent having a child, to, to, you know, a, a certain kind of a, a understanding relationship that Silver Surfer and the Heralds, their understanding was, our agreement is, spare this planet. I will find you one that is suitable. Now, because the Silver Surfer has a conscience, he's not going to look for planets that are inhabited. He's finding uninhabited planets for Galactus. So it took him a little bit longer But nobody died on his watch. That was his thing. And to even solidify it, what what Galactus didn't do, uh, didn't stay, is when he gave him the power cosmic, Galactus wiped Norin Rad's memory, which he can do. Galactus can move souls, uh, souls, a person's soul. He can move it around. He wiped his memory. So one, he wouldn't know... About uh, his, his fiance, uh Shana Ball, or Shannon, right? And 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 can't remember his home planet and don't know where it is. And he just went out there. He forgot even about it being Norn Rad. He just knew that, oh, I'm the Silver Surfer. Away he goes. And Galactus is like, yeah, I'm fine. Let's just leave. So it, that's his role. So Galactus is there just waiting. You know, when you go to a restaurant, you, you tell the waiter what you want waiter disappears in the back, and then they come back with food. That
1: is 100%. it. Right. The only difference with this the one Harold is that is the waiter. The waiter. But the only difference is, is that mm-hmm. at least – actually, no. We'll put it this way. So Harold is the waiter, and the waiter now is escorting you to your meal. Exactly.
0: Come this way, sir. I will sit Thom you down, way. and I will let you feast yeah. on this one. And while you're enjoying it, everything's good, I'm going to go and find you an appetizer. And I'll done. be right back. I'll be right Uh, back. So, Bilal is, you know, to me, I think it was a foray or or the the birth, and I'll say this, and this is just my own little observation. I think that was Jack Kirby's maybe first, you know, early attempt at new gods. Now, think about the new gods. I'm talking about Darkseid, Orion, Highfather, you know, Advanced Technologies, Immortal, Coming, you know, they, they right, yeah. using uh, religious text, subtext in the background or, or or archetypes to make these characters heroes and villains. Now, I know that the new gods and all of them are under DC and Galactus is Marvel, but originally Kirby wanted to do with the new gods under Marvel and Marvel at the time told him no. This is why he jumped to DC and DC says, huh? You tell it like you go do whatever you want, and that's why he came up with Mr. Terrific, and the rest of the new gods finally got fleshed out, but I think the ideas were always rattling around in his head, and Galactus is that first foray into that, because if you look at, if you're a fan of the new gods, and you're a fan of Galactus, they can coexist, there was even a one-issue, one-shot crossover done uh, John, by John Bryant, where it was Galactus versus Dark Side, and the Silver Surfer was there, Along with Orion, and the two of them went head to head. Interesting. Right. Okay. So Galactus has had great storylines. If you want to do it, you got to read like Volume One of the Silver Surfer to get an idea with Galactus. You got to read the Resurrection of Galact, the Death of Galactus, Resurrection of Galactus. Those are real good reading material. And with Galactus, you know, so that was the whole thing with him and the Silver Surfer. Yes, the Silver Surfer did come to Earth because he, he, he saw that the planet could be suitable. His mind was still wiped at this point. And he called Galactus, and then after calling Galactus, putting out the beacon, saying, hey, it's this way, and Galactus was on his way, Silver Surfer started exploring the world and realized, uh-oh, there's life on here. What have I done? Mm-hmm. Uh-oh, right. he fought three out of the Fantastic Four. Because remember, those four guys in a rocket ship. Okay, so he fought three out of the Fantastic Four. So easy, not even a standstill. They, he just left because he, he's like, they're beneath him. They couldn't take him down. I'm talking, that's the human torch, Mr. Fantastic, and the thing. They couldn't even slow him down at one point. And then it was Sue Storm not fighting him, but the invisible woman or invisible girl at the time. He reasoned with him in that issue, issue number 48, saying, What are you doing? This is who we are. This here's the, here's the Earth. It's got people on it. It's got this, and it kind of started jogging his memories. And this is why the Silver Surfer rebelled against Galactus, saying, "No, you can't eat this planet." And that's a whole storyline where the Watcher, mm. you know, uh you two, uh, you two, uh whatever his name, you know, the Watcher—I uh, yeah. yeah. always mispronounce his name—the the one that's on the moon that we know about came down to Earth and said, "Hey," and this is where the the Fantastic Four first encountered the Silver Surfer uh u two uh utah uh the watcher he's not supposed to interfere, but he didn't want the planet to die and told him about the ultimate nullifier that can kill galactus and kind of where to look for it and
1: this mm-hmm. is where they got
0: in and then galactus himself, so that was a cosmic tale in those couple of issues starting off in issue number forty eight you know watcher pretty much first appearance uh galactus first appearance silver surfer. Pretty much, you know, first appearance. It's like, who there was a lot going on in those round, well, you know, forty seven forty eight issues, uh uh issue forty seven forty eight starting off that still is you know, relevant up to now. Right. And, you know, it came down that we has got the ultimate nullifier he said, Hey man, I'll I'll pull this trigger. He's like, Well, you destroy everything. He goes, Well, better destroy it and take you out than uh, having you live. Galactus saw that. That's the only time I think Galactus ever felt any fear since becoming Galactus. And he said, whoa, whoa, let's talk. Okay, here's the deal. I'll spare Earth. I'll leave. I'll find another planet. Yes, by the way, wow. Silver Surfer, Norn Rad, you betrayed me. I'm going to put in a, in a shield around the Earth that that you will never pass out of. He goes, everybody else can pass out, go back and forth, no problem. But anyone that has the power cosmic in them, not cosmic radiation, power cosmic in them, cannot pass this invisible barrier. This is your new home. You're a surfer of the spaceways now stuck here. Ayy! And, you know, of course, I proceeded, out, to I? Get, yeah, I proceeded to get other heralds, which we'll talk about another time, but this is the whole thing on Galactus. cheese. cheese, right. cheese.
1: Ooh, One thing I want to bring up. Yes. We were, we've, we've been all talking about the hunger. And to give a little more clarity on the hunger, mm-hmm. doing the quick research I was able to figure out, which I always wondered, how long can Galactus last in between eating? Like, you know, in a in second. Okay. Yeah. So basically finding out that on average, I mean, for him to be at peak power level, hmm. he can last about, he can basically feed once a month. That's at peak hmm. if he wants to do that. Hmm. But hmm. if he doesn't have anything, again. Because as we said, there are, there were times that he didn't get, he didn't get nourishment. He didn't get sustenance right away type of scenario. And again, going from one place to another, as we said, he conserves his energy. So he's not zooming through, you know, in the car lane, you know, an HOA car lane, zooming down at top speed, take his time. He eats. All right. Cool. What's the next one? That one. Right. And take his <laughs> time. So you can do that once a month. Now, what I'm finding out is that he could last, some say that he can last, um, a year without eating. Mm-hmm. So somewhere that says over, over, over a hundred. Now, I don't know if I can personally, if it's once a month for peak, I can't see over a hundred years. That's just me personally. Now, I, I no. like I said, just from my understanding, I don't think I can see the 100 years. You know, in between eating. I don't know if I can see that. And that's really more or less to him being very to like. Reserves are low. He's like right at the end. You know, if he doesn't eat anything soon within a 100 years type of scenario, that's it. The lights are out for him. But I could probably accept the I can accept maybe the one the one year. I can I can accept that maybe.
0: I can see the one year, right? If you're looking at, yeah. his, you know, 12 meals, okay, I can see the one year. The 100 years I find hard to believe because and I'll tell you why. I so I I'm in line with you. Right? Real quick there was the 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 uh story, Secret Wars. Secret mm-hmm. Wars volume 1 maxi series 12 issues with Mike Zeck, okay? With the Beyonder. We know mm-hmm. so everyone's battling. Near the end, I think it was like, you know, near the end of those issues, at one point Galactus is there. mm mm-hmm. Mhm. Great. Right? So everyone's, you know, you got one team fighting the villains. They're all fighting, trying to get, you know, control. The Beyonders observing everything. Galactus is there. The thing is, they can't sway Galactus one way or the other to, Hey, join our team, join our team. So if he doesn't join the villains. He doesn't join the heroes. Galactus is like, this is a planet with a lot of energy. And Galactus starts constructing his, his, uh, world eating machine. Right. and he's getting ready to devour the machine with and which is made up of all different um pieces of different worlds brought together all over battle world for by the beyonder and galactus is getting ready to eat it and then dr doom turns around and says nope i can't let galactus eat this because we're still on this planet right so he goes to make the machines you know doom comes up with a plan saying hey guys galactus is about to eat this machine uh if we eat this planet we're all here we gotta stop him." and then that's where the heroes and the villains unite but of course this is doom he's already got another plan so they destroy his machines they mm-hmm. totally destroy his machines and galactus looks at the machines then he looks up and galactus flies away he doesn't say anything to anybody during this whole plot Dr. Doom turned around and took Claw, who's the one that makes the ultrasound, the sound, you know, you see him in Black Panther, you hear about him, but Claw, you know, uh, a master of sound. He turns around and takes Claw, because Claw doesn't have, his body's made out of sound, and he slices Claw up. I know it sounds nasty, but Claw doesn't have organs like us, so he, Claw is a solid sound. He slices Claw up, and Claw's still alive, and he makes lenses out of Claw's body, and he waits, because Galactus realizes that he needs to eat. He can't eat Battle World. His machine got destroyed. There's only one thing he can do and eat in peace. That's his home world ship that he called over, which is uh mm-hmm. uh 2. He calls that over, right. he flies up and he's about to eat it, and then that's where Doom flies up and then takes the power cosmic away from Galactus. And you know, gives himself that kind of power. No, or uses that to get the power of the beyonder, that's it. Right. But he he has to use claw, galactus, you know, inadvertently to get that. So Galactus can't go 100 years without eating because Galactus was about to eat his own home planet that he made, which is a machine. And that was less than 100 years, 1966. And then what? Secret Wars was in the 80s, 90s kind of thing. Yeah, that's not 100 years. We good. So I don't know how the person gets 100 years. Galactus is about to eat his own home. And, and he's he, he got there. They even said he's in, he called his home world to him. He's looking at his home world ship. There's a moment of silence. You can tell there's remorse in his, in, in his thoughts. In his Mm -hmm. uh, expression, and he made a decision like, it's, well, I have to do this or I die. Mm -hmm. Okay. That's a hard thing to come to, but he had to make it and he, and he went through He was going through with it until he got stopped again. Right. So can't do the hundred years. I definitely not do it a hundred years, but this is, you know, Galactus at his best. So Galactus does have a key role within the cosmic entities and deities within the Marvel universe. Sometimes he and he always goes back to Earth for different reasons. He said he would stay away from Earth because when promise he made to Reed Richards to Silver Surfer, Silver Surfer finally gets away and he's like, "Well, I'm hungry. I don't have patience to go back." And this is why he always goes back to Earth. Because that's a meal. He knows exactly the coordinates of Earth.
1: Instead mm-hmm. of looking
0: for another three days, he's at the point where he can't go. So this is why he keeps coming back to Earth a lot. This is why other heralds have come from Earth to kind of take on that role of Silver Surfer, saying, "Spare my planet." I'll find something for you to eat. Because if you know where you left your sandwich, do you want to make a new sandwich, or are you just going to go back and get the sandwich that's already been made and still good to eat? I think right? I'm going to go back to where I left my sandwich. Yeah, exactly. That's the point. That's the point. Mm. So the only thing that kind of stops Galactus is his appetite, but he's not evil. He's, right. he's, he, he, he's It's not like he's good or evil. He's just hungry. He's a misunderstood individual. <laughs> just saying. And he's had multiple heralds over the years, right? Yeah. You know, and we'll talk about those in another time. But when I see like the list goes on, he's had on like Airwalker. Dazzler was his herald at one point, who we just talked about recently. That's right. That's right. You know, the, the Destroyer, which is that armor from Thor, from uh from uh Asgard, uh mm-hmm. Doctor Strange, The Fallen One, Fire Lord, uh Galactus which is a different person there altogether. Golden Oldie, which was Aunt May, who became his Herald at one point. I know Aunt May. Nothing kills Aunt May. She's the strongest person in the Marvel Universe. Uh, one called Invisible Boy, but it really was the Human Torch from the Fantastic Four. Hazar from the Savage Land. You know, uh, the Executioner, Nova. So Nova 2. Not Nova Richard Rider, but Nova, which is um, Frankie Ray she was the girlfriend of the Human Torch of the Fantastic Four. She has her own storyline. We might mm-hmm. talk to that one day. You know, Rom the Space Knight. We talked about him. Yeah. Silver Surfer, we know. Stardust, we know. Barracks the Tamer. Oh, we're going to talk about him. You know, Thor. Yes, that Thor. And for anyone not reading comic books and thinking, we mean Thor Chris Hemsworth Thor? Yes. And it goes on. So these are some of the heralds that he's had over the years. Since his, mm-hmm. you know, first adventure in 1966. That being said, mm-hmm. we know Galactus is not a gaseous cloud. He mm-hmm. is a very smart individual. His pursuit mm-hmm. is just to stave off the hunger. He's got many names. Mm-hmm. And if you are a fan right now, I'm gonna say this before we get into it. Fan right now, um, Secret Invasion. That's on the, you know, on Disney Plus. Or you read Secret what? Invasion the comic book. How come Secret Invasion happened? Because of Galactus. Galactus ate the scroll home world. That's how it got destroyed. This is why the scrolls are not there. That is the comic book version of it of Galactus Got there, went tasty morsel. And mm. scrolls took off as quick as possible and left it for Galactus because they couldn't stop them. So this is why the scrolls need a new home world. It wasn't because of the kree it wasn't because of the uh the Shiar it was literally Galactus was hungry, saw so it, stopped for a snack, sweep on next, he kept on going.
1: You, you so know, I hope you know, they do. They may. I mean, they still left it in it. there. Talos, uh, Talos was talking to the last episode that I saw. And Talos was giving that information, why they really left. Up to that point, he had lied. He never told Fury the reason yep. why. Yep. So in reality, it could still be a part on part. I didn't give you the complete truth. We we ran out because yeah, the scrolls are after us and all. I mean, I mean, our planet separated among themselves, whatever the case to be. But they separate among themselves because there was an individual trying to eat the planet.
0: What? Yeah, because now it was me Owns Marvel and Marvel got the rights back to Fantastic Four. So if they got the rights to Fantastic Four. That means they got the rights to these characters. All right. Dog, here we go. Rod. Okay, sir, if you had to black this to the world today, how would you want to see this character portrayed and by who?
1: I would actually, I would actually want it to be, uh, live action. I would like, I would live, I want a live, a live character. Now I will admit, I've been debating, do I want it to be a series or I do, do I want him to be part of another franchise in the sense like Galactus by himself? There's meat on the bones for him, but I think as per he's been already introduced in Marvel, he has that type of story that he keeps coming in, dropping out. He's a guest appearance. He's a basically a guest character. And any stories around him could be built, stop. Built, stop. Built yeah, stop okay. on that. So I will basically how the best way of saying the same way like um you know what? The same way like right well, we do they have the rights back? I'm trying to remember right now at this point if the Hulk if if um Disney have the, Disney don't doesn't have the rights for a Hulk as yet. Is that correct? Just to refresh my memory. I don't think so. No, not yet. I don't think so. Not no, fully. but the same way, the same way that the Hulk doesn't have his own, you know, standalone Marvel movie, mm-hmm. he keeps popping in and out and everybody else's one. I would like Galactus to be like that. So I wanted the live action one because, in a sense, like we know he's just going to be that cosmic entity that is just bigger beyond life, that demigod type of scenario. So, I want someone that basically when I see him I know is one of those kind of looks that you're like yeah I'm going to respect this guy. Yeah, he 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 he's a serious individual. I would like to play Galactic. I would like Colin Firth. Now. I I would like because I I want someone that the majority of time again, he has to be that type of presence that basically you fear and you respect that he doesn't even have to talk he doesn't even have to talk he
0: doesn't have to say when much. when he
1: talks he doesn't say much i was say he doesn't have, he doesn't have to talk but when he talks i want those commanding words that makes you say like hmm and i just know maybe i'm just you know being biased in that sense i think i want a, i think i want a british accent i want something just completely different i want a british accent and you didn't realize it's british accent like saying maybe from the beginning of time, British accents been there, but that'll just start a whole nother wheel of I don't know, those British accents that started off in Lord of the Rings. That was supposed to be prehistoric, right? That's... Right. So um yeah, but I mean he had the presence again in Kingsman in, in that regard. Yeah, That's where I I'm I'm i no I'm I know he's done many other stuff, but Well oh, the uh the, the the King's speech phenomenal King's movie. speech. Right. That's another one again but because of the presence that you saw him in kings in kingsman i'm like yeah i i I think i i want i want him there i want colin to have that presence so basically when you speak and you realize like this is the entity that you know you you don't really want to mess around with like you can try to see if you want to take him out but you're playing with fire yeah and 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 you sure you want to do that I'm just saying, manners maketh man. If this man ever said that in that in in, in that particular form, I was done. I'm just sorry. I'll be mentally dead. I'll be like I'll be like the cabbage guy from um Avatar. <sighs> I'm over. <sighs> manners maketh man. If if somehow he actually had a way of writing it into the script. Right. Okay.
0: Okay. I got you. I got you. So you say
1: live action and you're calling for earth. live okay. action.
0: Yeah. Live action and just kind of guessed. Okay. I got it. I like that. So, um, here we go. For my, my idea here, what I'm thinking is first and foremost, I'm going with a dual role. So I want his origin story to be done as a cartoon. So I, I once again, I'm always pitching this and I'm going to go back to it, right? Give me this origin story, uh, under the Marvel premiere brand. Like I think DC should really do Marvel premieres and just have a team that does it and just do one shots, like how they did what if kind of mm-hmm. thing, but just do one shots. And, okay. and put it out that way because this is you now you're going to get the backstory without having to invest into a big budget picture. Okay. Now, keep in mind, I'm always a fan of un- unifying everything. So whoever mm-hmm. plays the voice from Galactus in the cartoon will do right. Galactus in the live action movie and fun. he has to show up in Fantastic Four. He has to be, he's got to be, and if they do a Fantastic Four trilogy, it's gotta be fantastic for a fantastic four trilogy. We've talked about this before. And it's gotta be like a two-part harder at the end dealing with Galactus. So, you know, three, three, you know, th- uh, film three part one, film three part two. Boom. There we go. Dealing with Galactus. He's that big, that much present. So I want to do a Marvel premiere, do it as a cartoon. And my guy would still play the live action. Now I went between two people, but I'm going to use another person for someone else. So we went live action, two people. Um, so the guy I'm going with that I'm sticking with is actually, um, and he's done superhero stuff before. Patrick, uh, uh, Patrick Warburton. He played Crunk. He plays Putty on Seinfeld. Uh, he does the voice of Joe on Family Guy. He did the voice of the Tick in the original live action. Uh, when he did the l- original live action. Oh. But, yeah. Th- that, yeah. that's who I'm going with. You know, you can't, any, yeah, yeah, Warburton right there. Patrick Warburton. Yeah, yeah.
1: He's got that, you
0: know, that dry wit, but his voice is
1: recognizable.
0: Recognizable. When he did Crunk, he does it always with a little bit of a whim of humor with it. If we dial back the humor just a couple of percent, so when he speaks, he he can do the whole pre-Galactus scientist throwing more emotion, and then he can do post-Galactus doesn't really show emotion, but his voice is unique, and the cadence in his yeah. voice will convey certain messages. So you can see, I mean, this can be sarcastic. He mm-hmm. can say things that you're like, "Wait a minute, are you serious or is he joking?" I don't know. Let's not take a chance. Good enough, right? Patrick, to me, Patrick Warburton, uh, War Burton, yeah. yeah, I know I'm messing up the name. Patrick Warburton can do this in my vision, so I would like him to do. Uh, give me an hour, hour and a half, or hour, hour twenty minute. Marvel pre- Marvel premiere, Galactus origin as Galen transition to Galactus, up to the point where he gets the Silver Surfer, and then end that movie on where he get, where you see it from his point of view, where the Surfer says, "You know, oh, there seems to be a planet in the soul system. Let me go," and he starts to make his way there, and the movie ends off because you know it's going to be him now meeting the Fantastic Four. You don't need to have that. You just need to know the Silver Surfer's out there. The Silver Surfer sent that message, and that's how that Marvel premiere would end its Galactus on his way to Earth. Okay. Now, live action, when you get into Silver okay. Surfer, the other Herald, there's other storylines I think that could happen, and we'll talk about that another time. Then we get into uh, the rest of them, right? But that's where I want to be. That's how I want to see it. And then, of course, Patrick, he's a big man himself. Yeah. Him in the Galactus costume would look really, really nice. Okay. He's got that jawline. Okay. That you put that helmet on. He's got the physique. He, even physically, he's got that present that would sell mm-hmm. it to me even more.
1: There we go. So that, that's who okay. I'm going with Galactus. Okay. Um, interesting. I, um, it, it takes me a minute because you know what's funny? I was thinking, I was thinking not him, but I was thinking having someone like a comedic actor. And then I was like, I know you're no, going, but I need, I need it. I needed, I needed, I, I wanted to go somewhere, but I was like, no, he has to be that serious type of, you're you using the right word, dry type of, you know, you know, uh, dialogue, that type of dry type of conversation that speech so yeah you're, you're right patrick patrick would be able to pull that off okay huh. okay yep that okay. yep.
0: So that too i'm going with so
1: any last words Puzz? any last words for the, the people um, listening listen we want to i want to just say thank you for, for checking us out listen make sure you don't keep this secret to yourself you know tell your friends tell your family tell everybody. You're on the bus, you're in the hallway, you're at the mall, wherever you're at the car park. Let everybody know, everybody know that iconic podcast is here and we got some stuff for you that, you know, entertains you. You're enjoying it. We appreciate that. All again, make sure you hit the likes on the likes and subscribe and comments in the below and hit that share button. Copy and paste the link and send it out to your friend. Let it go. Let it go. It shall be a secret.
0: No. 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 Awesome. Once again, thank you everyone for tuning in, I said, and and paying attention to our little show here that we like to do. We love doing it. And we're gonna keep on doing it. This has been the Iconist Podcast, and on behalf of this is Barry Carter aka Barry3D. On my side is my cousin my cousin as always. C. Yes. Right on, and remember, this whole world was created by a pencil, a piece of paper, and lots of imagination. Keep mm-hmm. on dreaming. Route.
1: The long arm of Galactus.
0: The you long say long arm of Galactus, I'm gonna go outside to the smoker. We got a smoker going right now and I've been smelling this food all day. Alright hey. mm-hmm. um, I'll be there shortly. Sweet! Save so me some
1: ribs. Thanks.